0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Chinese Medicine Podcast. It's Marie Hopkinson here, welcoming you to a very special episode where um I'm joined by two awesome people today, uh Walid and Yassim, and they're going to be doing a channel takeover. <laughs> so they're gonna very quickly gonna be taking over the channel and actually asking me the questions. They have been interviewing actually one of my teachers in classical Chinese medicine in the UK, Laurie Ayers.
1: The thing about classical formulas, you don't actually use a lot of herbs. So in Throughout time, there's been different, like Materia Medica, different herb books written, and different formula books written over time. Classically, like the Schenning Ventsaging, the first Materia Medica for single herbs is actually quite small. Then, as you get into later years, you know, you get like thousands and tens of thousands of herbs used, tens of thousands of formulas in formula books. But classically, it's actually quite small because you have these repeating structures, you know, like if we look at the formula Tang, which is to treat a tying issue um the it's formula guage tang has multiple variations it's one of the things people always talk about when they talk about the shank and learn how there's like 70 or so variations i can't remember how many exactly but there's there's a lot of variation of guage tang and a lot of them are just changing the dose of one herb to alter the emphasis a little bit so you you have guage tang if you double the amount of bai Shao in it it becomes the formula guage tang which then treats abdominal cramping if you then add another herb e tang to it it becomes the formula shao jian tang which is then actually nourishing the center and building blood a lot more, and it's much more cooling for the center. Whereas on the flip side, if you take the Bai Xiao out of that formula, it becomes Guaja Chu Shao Tang, which is to treat an irregular heart. So you're actually reviving the Yang to the point where the heart can maintain a regular heartbeat. So just with these little tweaks, you can really, you, as long as you understand the fundamental function of Tai Yang and what Guaja Tang is doing, you can understand these little tweaks because these herbs are all units reviving physiology.
0: And they're really interested in studying classical Chinese medicine. What's the difference between TCM and classical Chinese medicine? So we had a little chat and I said, why don't you come on the channel and take over, do a a takeover. So we're gonna do an interview where they're gonna interview me. And there's probably going to be some questions that you've wanted to ask me about how I got into Chinese medicine and um, how classical Chinese medicine is different. I'm going to talk about the ICEAM system and how that's um, unique. And they've got some great questions. And I also wanted to point your attention to uh, their um, their interviews that they've been doing. They're starting up a YouTube channel and a podcast. I'm going to put the link to that in the description below. And so you can click on there and, and find out more about that. Um, I might post some of their stuff on the channel um, in the coming weeks to sort of highlight what they're doing, some snippets of that. And then you can go onto their channel and have a watch of it. So interesting. Um, and I think that that'll be interesting to you. So um, hopefully their channel does well. And I uh, just just wanted to give them a little shout out and um, I'll take let them take over the uh, the hijacking now. <laughs>
2: Okay, hi Marie. We've been big fans of your channel for a while, and we have had all these questions. And we thought we'd just take over your channel for a, for an episode and just ask you these questions ourselves. And we're really glad that you've allowed us to do so. Awesome. So we're gonna switch off a little bit. Um, I'll start, um, and then you, me, and Yasin, or Yasin and I will alternate a little. So our first question is um, how you got into the classical. Um, medicine thing. Uh, We know you have a background in TCM, um, but we've also heard you talk about classical medicine and it's fascinating stuff. And so we wanted to know what got you started on that.
0: Mm, Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So my teacher who taught me TCM, his name's Wade James. uh, He was my main teacher in TCM school, and he was always searching for something better in school, like um, when we were, when I was, when we were when he was my teacher then, and I went and learned from him after that, like uh, studied with him, I should say. Probably not st- studying with him is not the right word. I went and worked at his clinic, <laughs> but I felt like I was still studying um, doing that because um, he was always sort of coming in every week. Um, you know, so I was I used to go in there and work at his clinic, seeing patients once a week when I first graduated. And he would always come in every week and say, oh, I found this, I found that, Um, this is a really great book. And, um, you know, he was always looking for something, what was the answer to, you know, these questions in Chinese medicine, which were kind of the unanswered questions. And, you know, that went on for about nine years and that was the hardest job I've ever had to quit. It was the only job I've ever had, but it was also the hardest job it was to leave. Because it took me almost a year to leave there because every week I would go in and think, oh, I'll tell them this week I can't keep working here. Just because my own clinic was getting too busy. But I used to love being there. And eventually I kind of decided I've got to sort of stop working here. And I didn't see Wade for a while. Like I used to see him, you know, every so often because he had the herbal medicine company that I was would get my herbs from. So I would see him, but like there was about an hour of distance in our city for me to, to, to travel there. And sometimes I'd go up there, you know, to pick up my herbs and we'd have a chat and stuff. And one day he said to me, and this would, would have been probably, I don't know, ages, ages past and we, it's not like we'd connected every week or anything in that time. And he said to me, he goes, oh, he goes, I've done this thing. And he didn't really tell me at the start that he was doing it. So he did Arno's course when it first came to Australia three years before I started it. And he said to me, oh, um, Arno's going to start the course again in Australia. And as soon as it happens, you've got to sign up straight away because all the slots will be taken and you you might miss out. Like he was so passionate about it. (laughs) He was like, you need to email him right now and get on this waiting list. (laughs) I did that. And, um, you know, I was like, Arno, there's nowhere to sign up. Wade told me, (laughs) I've got to, I've got to, I've got to kind of, he's like, oh, it's the sign up page isn't even ready yet sort of thing. Because Wade had kind of, um he had sold it to me one for a few reasons one is um he said to me this has changed everything that I do and I didn't really understand that because I wasn't working in his clinic and seeing what he was doing at that time but um he 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 also had um uh, like he he had already had 20 years prior to to the the 15 years he on me sort of thing at that point and he'd already then sort of left all that behind to do something new is what I'm trying to say. So it, it, it kind of got my attention that if someone who's already a very good practitioner, so if I was sick, that's the person I'd go to, right? Like he was already the best person in, in, in my town that I could think of in Chinese medicine, if he was willing to give up, um, you know, cause you have to kind of give up the TCM <laughs> ways <laughs> to fully embrace the classical Chinese medicine system, um, then I thought, mate, there must be something to this because Wade was already very good at it and now he's doing this and he's saying this is the best ever and it was so great. And, you know, so I was basically, I, uh, that's how I got into it. I did it on his recommendation. I I enrolled in the course. I paid the money. I went to the class in Sydney because I had to go to Sydney three times a year. Now I'm in Perth, which is, it's a five-hour trip, like on the plane every time. It's quite a long, it's quite a lot of effort to do it and it ended up being three, three times a year for, for three years to do, to do the, do those, do the course. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, from that first weekend, like I sat in the class and it's the first seminar I've ever been to in Chinese medicine, where I didn't check my phone the whole time. Like I didn't check my emails. I didn't, you know, when you get into a seminar and you think, oh, this Fuckers boring or you know, whatever like you, your mind drifts and you're like what's going on in my other world I didn't have that I didn't I wasn't able to do that because I was so glued to what um, Arno was saying in the in the course and what um, what was happening that like I was just literally writing down like thinking I can't write fast enough to keep up with what's being said and I, I couldn't switch my brain off of that and that in itself told me that there's something to this because it's very rare these days that you find something where you're like, oh yeah, I've heard that before. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah.
2: We, <laughs> we 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 just had that experience. Um, I mean, I've seen a lot of you're talking about Dr. Arnaud versus Lewis. Mm-hmm. I, I've had that experience on YouTube, but we just yep. had a we just had a conversation with Laurie Ayers, who who's his student and uh yeah my my body gets tired before my brain does it's kind of it's insane um yeah i i have a lot of things to ask but i don't want to steal yasine's question so yasine go ahead no i i think we've got to a point
3: where um you you're talking about how tuned in you were and and um, to the theory and to these ideas being thrown at you um it's perhaps a good time then to talk about what advantages did you um, find um uh, in making this switch from TCM nice. to class um and did you feel perhaps that there were lacuna in your in in, in the approach also these these certain um Spaces that needed fill, theoretical spaces that needed fill, filling in that that um, that you found when you made this transition.
0: Mm. Uh, there's two parts to that uh, two two parts of that answer. I think one is you don't know something in, until you know it. You didn't know you you didn't know it, and there was a lot of that. There was like, oh, I should have known this, but I didn't realize I didn't know it. I didn't realize there was a gap and that, that that knowledge was missing. Like it wasn't sort of much the knowledge was missing, but the understanding, because there's a lot of stuff in Chinese medicine where you're just told that's how it is. And you just kind of like, well, you just have to believe it kind of thing. And there, I teach my students this when I'm teaching them, because I still I still teach TCM stuff, right? And, and TCM is part of, like classical Chinese medicine is part of TCM. It's not like it's a separate, complete, different thing. It's just that one has sort of departed ways a bit more than the other, right? Um, but there's some ideas where at the very start of TCM school, you just told, just believe it. Um, You know, like that Seinfeld, it's not a lie. If you believe it, like (laughs) just, just believe it. And it will make sense to you eventually. And there were some things that once I started learning the classical system that I realized, Oh, those things, those questions were never really answered in TCM. And I was just, I had just didn't realize that like, for instance, yin deficiency would be a good example. Like, like the, the the and this is gonna piss a lot of people off and annoy a lot of people a lot of TCM. What do you mean? There's no Yin deficiency, um, and that's not the. I don't want to hijack the conversation with that at all. But that that is a that's a big thing where it was never really adequately properly explained how that pattern actually manifests and takes place. Whereas the explanation for those exact same symptoms in a classical Chinese medicine perspective was so articulately explained that. It might just. There was a lot of what I learned, which was just like, "Oh, that makes sense," and it was easy to, easy to digest it for me personally. Like, yeah, I can't remember the other part of your question was, did I? Was there gaps that I didn't? Uh, you know, there. Uh, I yeah. guess, yeah. yeah.
2: No, I think that that kind of does answer the question. And and I suppose my other follow up question would be like, is there, is there an example that? Um, you can share a little bit around about what kind of thing uh, I mean you, you mentioned yin, yin deficiency what was it that was clearer about that to you from a classical perspective
0: uh, Even so, just a yeah. so one is in a classical Chinese medicine perspective the treatment is completely different so you kind of see the you see the results in a different way because you're using completely different herbs like for instance you're using these warming herbs to treat this patient who's got a lot of hot and you know heat kind of coming out of them let's say but what is that heat that's the thing China, tcm never properly explained what is that heat um so in classical chinese medicine they explain that as um well that's your own body's yang like escaping out or like uh, weak yang floats and strong yangs contained that principle right so once that was explained it was like oh yeah that makes that can make sense and there was it it, i'm there's a lot more other metaphorical explanations that were given to make that make sense as well and but in essence like when a person came in so let's say a patient comes in and they've, they've got hot flushes menopausal hot flushes right and they're like oh i'm so hot and sweaty and i just i can't stop sweating and i just feel um I feel irritable. I feel, um, you know, annoyed. I don't like the hot weather. And, um, you know, and I do, they just get these waves of heat. Well, in Chinese medicine, they say, well, that's heat. Okay. It's not external heat, like sure heat they're from the environment. So it's deficient heat. But what is that deficient heat? They never explain that properly. Oh, well, it's just is deficient heat. Whereas in classical Chinese medicine, they're saying, well, that heat, that heat is your own body's yang. And that completely changes it because it's like, you're not going to be killing your body's yang. Like your yang is your life force. And why would you f- like sort of flush that away or, or try to try to push that away? You have to take that yang and put it into the place where it belongs um, rather than um, just use herbs that are kind of like trying to reduce the heat. Mm. That's something that was, compl- that's a completely different concept. And, and it w- was almost like, like I remember, This might be, this is a bit off track from that, but like um, maybe the second or third week of coming back from the course, um, you know, faced with a patient where I thought they've got a sore throat, for instance, and in TCM, you're going to give them all these cold herbs because you're going to give them like a, for herbs, you're going to give them like a Yin Chao San formula. That'd be the stock standard thing to do. And um, I I was sort of like shaking (laughs) inside thinking, oh, oh, this ginger make them. What if it heats them too much? Because you're kind of told like in TCM, if someone has heat, never use other heat, like never give them more heat, like stay. And and even in China, like I've been to China probably 11 times on different trips and stuff. I love China and you can go down the supermarket and there'll be a whole bunch of teas that are just called keep away heatiness and things like that. Like there's just this hate of heat, but it's never really explained what is that heat? Like even, even if a person gets a cold and they have a sore throat what is that heat is it is it the environment is it is it actually the environmental heat it's not otherwise your whole body would be on fire or something weird right like it'd be like breathing in hot air that heat is your own body's yang it's just in the it's in that place to try to heal that area because there's like inflammation there or whatever um but that that was never explained very well in Chinese in tcm but in classical Chinese medicine it was like oh yeah okay well that makes sense complete makes sense
2: So that sounds like you've got a completely sort of different understanding of the of the human body and the things how the how the processes in it work um and i think just from listening to your to your videos on classical medicine i've really gotten that sense um which is part of what Mm. got me interested in this whole thing Mm. um the other thing that i guess we were wondering about is what about your understanding of the herbs themselves or the or the formulas it mm. seemed almost from, from listening to you and um, from listening to Dr. Arnaud and from listening to Lauriers and a bunch of other people and even in other lineages, that there's a very uh, sort of different understanding of how to use these herbs and that it's somehow more systematic to learn and therefore kind of easier to learn almost. Uh, yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Did you find that?
0: Yeah, all those things are true. <laughs> Yeah, And to the point where sometimes I've come back to teach um, TCM herbs, I don't teach that like right at the moment, but sometimes I've been asked to teach that at the college where I teach or something. And I'm like, oh man, like I've even told the students, man, this is really hard. It's <laughs> really, it seems really even more complicated looking at it from this, like, you know, learning it, then learning something else and then coming back to this. Um, yeah. So there's a few different things like, cause I guess a lot of people watching this are going to be thinking, should I study this system? Like, is this something I should study? And if you've already learned a bit of TCM herbs, or you've already learned them in, you know, in there, you know, it's that knowledge isn't wasted. But for one, there's just definitely less herbs used, right? Like I have a vintage suitcase, and I can fit all the herbs I need in in that vintage suitcase into on the top and bottom layer, right? So because I, I had to do some mobile work last like last year, so I put all the herbs in there. Now there's probably about six different herbs like these are all granules they're all taken up about this much space so there's about 400 chinese medicine herbs in the materia medica roughly and there's probably about 150 in the um that are used in the classical system particularly in icam and within those there's probably about maybe i'd say something like 50 or 60 that are like your stock standard and what that means is you can never, ever run out of, you can never run out of Guajur. You can never run out of Bashao or something like that because you can't substitute these herbs for other things. They just, they do what they do, right? And then there's some specialty kind of herbs that aren't used very often that you might stock. But from a stocking perspective of your clinic, it means that you don't have to have as much stock there. Like if you're setting up a new clinic, like it's cheaper to stock your dispensary with, with less product there but that what that means is you get really familiar with guaja because you're using it all the time you're not so sort of like only ever sometimes using it like you'd use it every day um so you get very familiar with certain herbs because you're using them a lot and there's a lot there's a lot in your question <laughs> about that um the way the herb system is taught is uh a completely different way to to tcm um one is the herbs are all categorised according to the five elements. And I really like that because I've just i always liked the five elements. I've always found that to be easy to understand. And for me to think, oh, this herb's a wood herb or this herb's an earth herb, that was never mentioned in um, TCM. Now, that's something that is proprietary to, um, like, the ICAM system, like the lineage system. And that's something that I think um, Arno VerSluys has taken from, um, like, He's uh like he's formalized that in a way that's easier for people to understand, right? But well, I don't I don't know exactly what he was taught. I I don't want to um, say the wrong thing here, but he 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 is um masterfully sort of put that in a system that that students can then understand and use. But that's not something you like you buy a materia medica or a Bensky formula strategies they don't talk about herbs being wood herbs or earth herbs or stuff like that. So that is a unique part of the system. And um, you know, then the way you learn the formulas, you kind of learn about certain, like s- s- the, the, the first formula, let's say like, say for instance, a Shao Chai tongue or a tongue is probably a better example. Cause Guajitong tongue's like the, Guajitong is like the start of the herbs. Most people consider that like the, the start of all the, <laughs> <laughs> the birth of Chinese medicine um and then there's all these formulas that are kind of like if there was something taken out of Guajitang or something added to it or you know um something taken out and two other things added and it's kind of modified in that way so it makes it easier to learn rather than just in TCM school you just sort of like I don't know given these categories of herbs and formulas and you're just like told to memorize all that they don't give you a way to memorize it they just go here learn all this stuff
3: so we've we've been addressing the the system theoretically in terms of and conceptually in terms of the things that were left opaque by TCM that have now become clearer. You've mentioned heat um, uh, and and so on um, and the systematic nature of herbs. Um, now, did you notice? Um, uh, a shift in clinical effectiveness? What, what was your experience then clinically um, taking on um, uh, these new, uh, this new understanding, this new, these new theoretical insights and so on?
0: Yeah. So there's two things that I have to mention about this system that doesn't exist in TCM. One is in TCM, if you give a formula and it doesn't do what you've uh, asked it to do, what you think it's gonna do, like it, either the patient gets worse or nothing happens. In TCM, you have no idea what's happened. You don't know, was I, did I feel the pulse wrong? Um, you might not have even felt the pulse if you're just doing TCM, right? You might, you might, you don't know, am I right or wrong? That gives you no information, almost. Not, I don't want to say explicitly not, Not because there's some very good practitioners in TCM and they're probably great. So keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, we don't, I don't want to poo-poo all over them. But <laughs> in general, um, in the if you maybe not straight away, so when you first start learning, you're obviously not sure what you're doing as much as you know when you've been doing it further along. Um, but there is a there if you if it, there's a clear sort of path forward or a, or, or a much clearer path forward. Um, if you give a formula, you the patient will either get worse or get or get better, and sometimes they'll have like no result, but most of the time it's kind of either of those two things. And not that I'm saying you give formulas to try to make people get worse, but if that happens, that's really useful information for you because it teaches you about um, what the, like what that formula is doing and what your pulse diagnosis was like there is that part of that contained in this system that I'd never found that was a part of TCM They were just sort of like I'll oh, choose a different one or you know that kind of thing. Um, the clinical results I got was heaps better um. And what's like heaps better than TCM. So what I did is not, not everyone does this. So I'd been doing Chinese medicine for like 11 or 12 years or something. Um, I didn't have a lot of patients taking herbs anyway, because I kind of moved just to more towards acupuncture. But I had plenty of experience using herbs. I just didn't have a lot of patients on herbs at the time. And I came home from the course and I was like, super excited about it. And I was like, okay, this is great. So what I started to do is instead of patients being booked every half an hour, I started to space them out more like, like what I did when I first started learning Chinese medicine. And that cost me money because it means I couldn't see as many patients close together. But I was like, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to like sit there and actually like work this out in the 20 minutes where they're lying down, having the acupuncture to, to work out what formula to give them according to this system. So I I, made, I gave myself that extra time to be able to do that. And what I found was even with the limited knowledge that I had of the ICAM system, because bear in mind when you first start learning this, you, you learn a lot of theory stuff first, but you don't learn the pulse until you've done three, sessions, three kind of weekends or three courses into it. So I would have had to have been doing it for a whole year before I'd have really learned the pulse. But I was kind of like keen and I was like, I want to use this straight away I want to try this out and um so I was I felt like as a practitioner you always try to do the 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 best ethical thing you can and what really sealed the deal for me as well was after I started getting some good results with the limited knowledge I had of, of it um I thought this is more ethical for me to practice this than to do what I was doing before Right with the with the twelve years of practice I've done before with that stuff because um, w- what's also great about ICAM is you've got a network of people that you can so that can support you. So I also had obviously my teacher Wade who I could call and ask him stuff if I needed to. Um, there's a massive forum of people so you can t- you can write cases and ask about that um, uh, you know and, and provide anonymity to your clients. You're not breaching their confidentiality but you're able to ask you know questions to people all over the world that can kind of um, that have been doing it for you know much much more time than you and you know quite often um, other really well you know well practiced teachers would answer your questions and that kind of helps you along the way and so I found for me I just jumped in straight away and did it Um, other friends I know who started doing it they were still clinging on to the TCM not because I love TCM but they just weren't feeling they wanted to feel confident in this so they like they kind of left it for you know a few months or even a year before they started using the formulas. Um, but for me, I just sort of drew a line in the sand and I said, right, I'm going to do this. If I'm going to do this, I better just start using it. So I actually chucked away all my TCM herbs. I wasn't tempted to give them or to prescribe them. I just I, I scooped them all up and put them in the bin. Well, I actually called a TCM person to pick them up because <laughs> I gave them all, I gave them away. It's a charitable thing, yeah.
3: You've already sort of hinted at this um, um, in talking about the how the clinic your your clinic changed in terms of mm. the, the, the the appointment times, the um, what you would go in and do whilst they were on the acupuncture table. Um, now, so that that leads me to a, a follow up question because these patients were accompanying you in a sense through this process, this transition mm. from GM to clinical uh, to uh, classical chinese medicine um what, what what can you tell us about was there a, change, a shift in relationship between you and the patient was there what was their response or what can you tell us about this transition uh, yeah,
0: from a good the patient question, actually <laughs> um what well, didn't change the amount of time the patients had to spend with me on their part because normally as an acupuncturist, you often book people like I might book people every half an hour, the patients lie down in the room and then another patient comes in. So I was kind of using that time where they were still, so they didn't know any different. They didn't know I was sitting there sweating over the, my, my notes trying to look for a formula for them. Um, and I am look, it's just my nature. I'm a very confident person. I'm probably some of my, I know some of my patients do watch this channel. Um, so surprise, <laughs> that's what I was doing. Um, but I, I'm honest with them. I, I, you know I said to them, look, I'm doing a new course. I'm doing something different. Um, and especially with patients that hadn't taken herbs before and they were your regular acupuncture patients. So I said to, would say to them things like, oh, look, there's a really great formula that could help you with this, um, and would you be interested in taking some herbs to, to treat this? And, uh, you know, I've just done, I'm doing this new course, and there's, you know, some great herbs that would, would help with this. And that's what I'll say to them, and then they'd lie down on the table, and then I'm like, oh, what, what are those really great herbs <laughs> that are going to help? fucking find them out in the next 20 minutes. Right. Now, something that probably TCM people don't understand. They wouldn't, how would you? Because you've not done this before. Is within this system, a lot of the first things you give people is the easy part. Now it's we it's just how it is. Like I can't really explain exactly how that because it, it would kind of belittle the system to kind of whittle it down to that but what ends up happening is you need you often people need a what we call a harmonizing kind of formula not always but often so that in itself can make it a bit easier so you can see a case you can give them these herbs and um they generally people either need that because that's exa- that is that might be exactly what they need um or they need that before they're going to get to the other stuff that they that that's going to come like the tonification if that's needed to do and um, i've done a video on my channel before what is harmonizing right and so this that that kind of whole thing right to explain what harmonizing is but often if if people need that the formula for that is pretty simple it's not that complicated so when i was first starting to practice that was kind of the first consult was kind of the easy one and then when they went home and i then i would be like okay i'm going to use these cases to kind of study this up more so what what else what should come next for this kind of case you know and and so forth um sort of studying it like that and and i also had some patients where i didn't know what i was going to give them and i did tell them look i'm gonna I'm is it okay if i consult with my teacher about your case and i've had several patients like that one is even now sometimes i do that and i might then that's when i put it on the forum and someone like um you know laurie or arno or someone will answer it um usually and or some other students or um practitioners who are really really good um will chime in and it, that has been super helpful and patients actually like that because they think oh you're going to ask your your teacher about about me <laughs> like they they like that right they they um they think
2: yeah i really- absolutely i absolutely i mean we're we're having this conversation with you as sort of uh, viewers uh but we're also having this conversation with you as patients which was the kind of conversation that we had with um with Laurie, and i think like as a patient i would love that like i would love i would mm. love knowing there's like a whole there's a whole panel of experts kind of looking at me and be like what's wrong with this person mm. um can you can you tell me so that was like this is that this has been kind of a conversation about your patients in general and i'm always really interested because it seems to me like a difficult job to figure out what's wrong with somebody and then to give them something to help because the human body is kind of complicated and I just absolutely admire Mm. uh I admire I admire people who are capable of doing that and then one of the things that I really like about um about about your channel is that it also you know it shows kind of a a a really solid grasp of what's happening if you can explain it to someone like me so that Mm. I can understand right um that's good oh you're welcome (laughs) no thank you so I guess my question is when was the time when you first had a sort of, you know, you've got your, you've had your TCM training and you're looking at a patient and there's this moment where you're like, this would be something that would be very messy and complicated for me from a TCM perspective. But my God, like now I feel like this this is clear yeah. to me. You remember like having an yes. experience? That?
0: Yes, lots of times. Like I Like I thank Jesus for this method because like it's helped it, it it has helped a lot of people that I would have been confused about before and I almost feel like um, I would have given them something anyway because if someone comes in your door and I wouldn't have known any better and I would have given you know I would have done the best thing that I had thought of doing and uh, yeah like I mean a, a good testament to that is that I have a lot of patients that I don't have to see anymore like mm. they they've gotten better like, that's good. Like you've been able to discharge them and say, well, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to see you anymore. And the, often this, the, this herb system, people end up on a constitutional formula where um, that's like right for them. And they may take that on and off, on and off as they need it, you know, and you monitor that, manage that with them and different, different practice practitioners do that in different ways. I, I kind of leave it to people to be autonomous themselves. Like, you know, and I say, look, when that runs out, just call me if you need more and see how you go i mean i had a patient this week that just came in to pick up some herbs and and this is common where people often think oh the herbs aren't working like they'll call you up and say oh the herbs aren't working you are like, oh okay no worries <laughs> like um you know it, this is when they're first starting the treatment and um you know then you ask them some questions So how's your sleep going oh yeah so it's, it's good now like or, it's okay i'm like oh so you're waking up like three times a night before is that still happening oh no no that's not happening <laughs> Or like, you know, people forget that that, that, that the situation's improved, right? And, yeah. and it's good because you shouldn't be um, focusing on all the bad stuff that's happened, right? But it mm-hmm. happened this week where I had, had a patient like that and she wasn't sure if the herbs were working or not. And this was also like a remote case that I've had. So she lives far away and I've got a... Um, I was able to feel her pulse the first time, but then it's kind of the rest of it's like, you know, by phone and things like that. So you're posting posting herbs out and when you do the posting out you you kind of want to be sure what you're giving them because you know it's a long (laughs) it's a long distance back and forward and all that and um you know and she had she said to me something like um like the herbs had run out because of this postage situation and I I didn't I forgot to answer her message back and so she'd gone a week without the herbs and she said oh look I really noticed a difference when I didn't have the herbs but when she was on the herbs she didn't think anything much had changed um, and that that that's that happens a lot for people um, and they can then this is this person had only been taking the herbs for a couple of weeks right so that's kind of normal right and that means their body still needs it and you know you you can go on they can go on with it and have it as a maintenance thing but um often what happens is then people don't need anymore that because this system is designed to treat people functionally to make their body function better so they shouldn't have to be living on Chinese herbs Uh, it depends on what else people are doing you know if people want to booze it up every night and like (laughs) like treat their body terribly then they probably will feel better keeping on taking herbs but in general like after a while people don't need the herbs anymore and i didn't i didn't really have that in tcm i had patients leave the clinic but they didn't leave because they were (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they weren't better they, they, because they were better and they didn't need me anymore. They left because you know, oh, this isn't working so I'm moving on to something else or you know they just fade away and you not, you're not really sure what's happened. Like I definitely know there's more of that in this now that I've used this system. Um, yeah, but to answer that first question, yeah, for sure theres I can't I can't recall exactly like the one patient, but there's been a few people where I've been like, this is a it's a life-saving system, to be honest. like it's really, designed for these acute sometimes, um, like I have had a patient recently who, um, and I get super excited, like nerded out a little bit when you feel a person's pulse, and you're like, oh, this might be a special one that I haven't given out this formula before. Like, And so I felt her pulse and it was really specific to this particular formula. And I was like, oh, I was so excited because I hadn't given that formula out just by itself before. And I was like, oh, she's, you know, and this is what's great about this system is like you have the pulse and then you have the symptoms. And she had, you know, the symptoms to match this pulse. And I was like, yes, like, you know, (laughs) this could be, this could be it. Like super excited. So I gave her the formula and I said, said to her, like, you know, this will either make you really, really better or you'll feel very worse. Because it's one of those formulas. Like you'll either feel like worse. And I said, if you do feel worse, like I always put my number on the bottle, you know, call me in a couple of days, call me, you know, take it for a couple of days. If you feel worse then I know, I'll know, know exactly what that means and I can give you something else. But this is the best option. Um, and that kind of a thing, I would never have had the clarity. Um, one, I, was, I wouldn't have had the clarity of the feeling the pulse and knowing the formula. But secondly, I would never have used those kinds of herbs that can have that power. I just wouldn't have had the knowledge to do it and the, 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 the skill to use it. Um so there's different kinds of herbs that are used in this system that um are much more powerful than TCM herbs.
3: Yeah. So we've just touched a bit on pulse and the relationship between pulse and herb, right? Um, uh, um in this last question. Um what could you could you tell us a little bit more about the TN lineage pulse um taking and how and what about it helped? So there is this connection between pulse and and, and, and formula that you've just touched on. Mm. If you could go a little bit deeper into that, that would be yeah. great. I can yeah. tell
0: you, but I'll have to kill you.
3: That's classified. <laughs> I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you.
0: Um, <laughs> no, we can, we, can talk, we can talk in generic. So that is what is proprietary and um, unique, for one, about... Um, the the system of what I what Icam teaches that um, uh, lineage pulse system, um, yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I can whole, say about. Yeah, it.
2: so we don't we don't need to really. I don't think you know we don't even really have the background knowledge to be able to understand what any of the stuff you would tell us would mean. We I think we are seen as basically just asking. What about what about it was helpful to you mm. clinically, in yep. general, in that way? Like, what did it yep. help you cut okay. through? Yep. What did it help pinpoint? You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. So the basis of the pulse diagnosis system, right? And this is any pulse system as well, is kind of like these three positions relate to different areas on your body, right? And Chinese medicine pulse diagnosis is one of so there's a there's a a few things that make this like easier to implement and learn one is you're being trained on using that system by the same teacher or teachers that are highly highly attuned um, to teach you what you're feeling so when I went to TCM school you would um, go into the student clinic feel the pulse and this happens now because I have students I I supervise student clinic you know from time to time I do that job as well and students come back and say oh you know they had a wiry pulse and um, you know had a wiry wiry pulse or you know a weak pulse or whatever they said and then if no teacher goes and checks that pulse how does the student know what they were feeling how do they know it's a wiry pulse like and this is what had happened to me as a student because just the way that I mean I'm not trying to blame my teachers because that's how it was always taught like yes, they were, they were checking it, but there wasn't this, then you go and check it again. So how um, like uh, ICIM teaches it is after you've done the pulse course, you then go and do pulse um, like uh, what, like clinic days. So um, one of the supervising teachers will be there. So that might be someone like Laurie or Stephen or Anna or whatever. And, the patients will come in and these are all patients that have come from the practitioners that are doing the course as well. And so he'll feel the pulse or she'll feel the pulse. And then the the patient will go to the back of the room and they'll write up on the board or something or tell you, you know, they've got this and they've got that. This is all the different pulse that they have. And then you go and feel that. So you're feeling what he said is a wiry left guan. So then you submit that in your mind and you go, oh yeah, okay, now I know what that is. Now it doesn't bing, bing, bing happen straight away. But no other system teaches it like that. I don't know. I don't think they do because they're doing it by like these ad hoc one-off courses and things like that or on Zoom or something or seminars. So that, that's kind of like not the, you don't have to do that training as part of the system, but you won't really learn the pulse unless you go and do those, those clinic training days. So that was a big game changer for me. And I tried to do as much of that as I possibly could. And he um, has this, they um, have this like, um, I don't know, tally sheet. <laughs> you count up how many you've done, right? So I've done it 150 or something like that pulses in those clinic days, I think, at least that. Um, so you kind of like clock up all these pulses. So that means you've you've calibrated what you feel against what your teacher has felt, right? Um, that's part of it. The other part is the matching of the pulse qualities to herbs or herbal methods. Now, that's not completely unique to ICAIM, to the TN lineage, but um, it's uh, it's pretty unique to that. Like there are some systems that use that, uh, but this is this is this is a unique one. Um, yeah. So, I'm I'm not, to be honest, like after I did this ICAM thing, I didn't feel the need to go and do a lot of other courses. So, I don't know what every other course does. But there are some systems that use this idea of like correlating feelings on the pulse to herbal, like either one herb or a formula of herbs or things like that. Um, And that's not just something that's been made up out of the air, that's something that is coming from. Zhang like it's coming from the Shang Han and it's coming from the Jing Gui, but it, then it's also coming from like the lineage doctors in the system that have taught that and, you know, um, been using that over the years.
2: How, how difficult was it for you just as a student? Um, I've heard you talk before about how it's, there's something systematic about the way the herbs are used and there's less herbs, you know, you've got a deeper knowledge of these herbs and that that's somehow very conducive to learning yeah um, how difficult was it, though, then, to 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 calibrate the pulse in that way? Like is it some pulse systems are just very kind of complicated and are looking for very sort of subtle things, and it just takes forever. I'm thinking of at least one one system that I have in mind. And I think most of them really are just like a little vague and and not not precise in that way, or there's a very long distance between feeling that pulse and then reaching a diagnosis and then working things out Mm. this in theory seems to be like very helpful um Mm. you know because it goes straight to a formula and because it it just corresponds to certain things accurately in your experience but how long does it take to learn like is it a very complicated system or is it a straightforward system that requires you'll
0: learn it the more pulse training days you can do as a student the quicker you'll learn it so i did more than other people that we're learning up with, with like not, not, not super more, but I made a point of doing that. So like one, one of the people that um, is one of the guys in Australia, um, Simon Feeney, who um, has a, a massive herbs business in Port Macquarie, he'd organised like some kind of five-day thing. So I went and did that. Like I made myself go and do ex, like as much training that was there, I could do it. Like it's expensive as well. You can't just sort of, you have to do it within your means and your budget. But I kind of put all my effort into that in those three years. Now, unfortunately then COVID happened and we haven't had any like in-person stuff all this time. Like it's, it's coming back this year and I can't wait to kind of <laughs> get back get back in the swim of it. But um, that has, I think, think if you just did this training online and you didn't do any pulse clinics with a teacher um I don't know how you'd learn it I honestly don't know because especially if you've done TCM before because you're thinking because I had to wipe all that away from my memory like and and I noticed other students because I'm very observant like this and like you when you're doing these pulse things you'll be seeing other students do it and they're kind of like using their old system and like, oh, but we're not, in my mind, this feels like a slippery pulse and they've been told it's a wiry pulse. And it's like, dude, just cancel that out of your mind. Now <laughs> you're here to learn this. <laughs> like, Don't try to muck it up with, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I didn't say that. <laughs> I just, just keep my mouth shut and take my turn. Um, but if people cling on to the old, and that's what I mean by it's hard for some practitioners to learn this because they have to give away the other stuff in a way, like you have to clear that out to make room for this and go, okay, I'm going to cement this in my mind that you've you've said this is a thin, wiry pulse. So that's what it is. And I'm going to feel that and I'm going to like learn that that's what it is. Now, over time, if you don't keep doing the training, it's going to fade away. So I, I, can't, I can't say how good I am right now. I'm not as good as I was two years ago because I haven't done those pulse days. I haven't been, I live in a, yeah. a really isolated city where there's no... Um, you know, like we were just literally locked away from the world (laughs) by by our, by our government. Like we weren't allowed to leave for all that time. Um, But you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, that's super important and I've really missed kind of doing that. Um, Mm. But I think if you do it, like, I feel like I've, I feel like I was very fortunate that I could do all that training and then the COVID happened. I feel like if I was kind of halfway in it, um, and then the COVID happened, I might not have had such a a reliance on myself. Now, the other thing that teaches you about this is let's say you feel a pulse and you you think that pulse corresponds to this formula. You give that formula and the patient gets better. Well, you must be right. So something's right there and that teaches you. Whereas if you give that formula, and the patient's worse, like, and it's not because that it's there are some tricky things where if one formula doesn't work, the opposite formula's what they need. There are a couple of those kinds of little things in there. But if that if that then happens and they're worse, well then you might have been wrong. And that would be where I would go first. I wouldn't sort of blame, I never blame the herbs. <laughs> I've not yeah. given the right formula. So if I if I gave the right formula for that pulse and they got worse on it well then i didn't feel the pulse correctly that's how you that's how good the herbs are in in that system there mm-hmm. are there are some pulse correlations that might have two or three permutations right so it's like oh, that could be this formula this formula like the, it, it, it could have a few but they'll be similar they won't be like completely out of like so different um mm-hmm. And there, but there are some pulses that are like this, it's only this one thing, and that's all that it is. And I really love those pulses because it's like you just feel good about yourself. <laughs> because you got kind of to feel that you're like, Yes, I want a prize. It's like it's it's only this one formula, and especially if a patient like they have to have symptoms that match up with that. But when you feel a pulse and it's like pretty spot on with what you think, and then you ask them that one symptom, and that's another thing that's great about the system is you ask them that and you're like, Oh, do you have like really you probably feel it if they, you think they have cold hands. Like, oh, do you have really freezing cold hands? Or, you know, do you have a tightness kind of here? And they're like, oh, yes. How did you know? <laughs> and you're like, It's not magic. It's like the pulse is fitting that formula. And we, and one of the symptoms in that formula would be that. And so you'd expect the patient would have that symptom. And they ask them, do they have it? And they're like, yeah, how did you know you ha- I have it?
2: Now we've taken up a large chunk of your life at this point for which we're mm-hmm. grateful, I want to check if Yasine has um, a question to ask before I ask you a wrap up question.
0: No worries.
3: M- more of a comment, really um, or an observation. I, it's, it's in this last answer that you gave us, um, it's becoming increasingly clear to me. It, not that it was unclear, but the extent to which, as you said, you have to clear out a certain set of knowledge and a certain set of ideas and a certain set of um, relationship to the pulse, relationship to herbs, um, that just, um, it's a, it indicates to me, right, there's this, they ostensibly come from, uh, these two. these two systems are ostensibly related they come from the same region. They, right, there's, there's um, so much that they ostensibly have in common. And yet there seems to be such a radical, um, they seem to be so radically different that 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 that, um, that would lead you as a practitioner who's had a clinical experience in both um, TCM and classical Chinese medicine to, to make that observation that no, you have to clear this out of your head. And mm. and use this set, and I find that very interesting. Um, the extent to which, because that's a, that's very interesting. I mean, that clear out. That's a, uh, that's quite. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So more, more, more comment just from that last. Mm. Yeah.
0: Well, something my teacher said to me, Wade, when I was he was my first teacher in Chinese medicine. Um, he said, "Look, you you have two hats. You have your you have your, TC, your TCM hat. This is we're learning Chinese medicine. You have your Chinese medicine hat, and you have your Western medicine hat. Because at the same time, you're in college, you're learning oh the Krebs cycle and this and that, you know. And he's like, you need to take that hat off and put your Chinese medicine hat on. Because if you're always trying to learn Chinese medicine, and you're thinking, oh, but what about my thyroid? What about my what about my pancreas? And you're like, where is that in Chinese medicine? He's like, you're never going to properly learn this system. You just kind of have to." Um, keep them separate. And then once you really learn the TCM and you've probably by that stage learned the Western medicine, you can kind of almost like you've come to that point where you can sit back and think about things, how they relate to each other. But at the time when you're learning, it's very confusing. So I kind of approached the classical Chinese medicine like that, where I cleared away, I like put put my TCM hat off, but I've never put that hat back on again. (laughs) just kind of left it off did on the shelf somewhere
2: so the when we were talking about um about like uh you know uh, this uh, like imperialist moment on your channel here we you you know you at one point just you know we were having a general conversation getting to know each other and you just casually kind of said oh yeah this whole thing like with classical chinese medicine has changed my life mm. and it's has never like, you know, since it's been like a week now or something. And I, I've been thinking about that. Why did you say that? I think that will be my last question. Mm. And it gives you a chance to just kind of give whatever mm. your experience was as somebody who learned it. What mm. did you mean?
0: Um, well, when something's really, I mean, Chinese medicine's my almost my whole life. Like it's not, it's not completely my whole life, but I've always done this. I've done it since I was 17 years old um, and I remember doing the classical system the first two or three sessions thinking "I this is what I thought I was learning back in TCM time. I thought that's what we were being taught. Like we were being taught that, you know, you're going to be able to functionally like restore somebody's function and that's, you know, it's not about treating the disease. And But then, I don't know, it just didn't do that. And I remember thinking I wish this is what I had learned then. Like this just makes so much sense to me and it just kind of clicked to me and I was like this is – it just felt right um also look for me at that time I was kind of getting bored with Chinese medicine I have I'd had run my business for 12 years I'd been going to China a lot I had a retail shop in clothing and homewares <laughs> at the same time because I I'm this kind of person that needs a lot of like stuff happening um to keep me occupied and entertained and um I'd, I just had got to the point with my practice where I was seeing lots and lots of back pain people and I loved helping them with that stuff, but it, it wasn't like that interesting to me. I love puzzles and do, like doing something hard where I feel like that was hard work. I need, I need that. Like, a, you know, I don't want it to be all the time every day, but um, the challenge, what I love about the system that has changed my life is because it helped, it's given me a system that I know that if I work if I, if I learn it properly, I can solve the problem. Like, whereas with TCM, it was like, always like, oh, the knowledge is just, I just don't know it. Something else I have to find, I have to find the, you know, whereas I, the knowledge is here. I just have to properly understand it better. I need to study it more. It's, mm-hmm. I know that it's there. I know it's okay. within the reach of it. You know, with, with TCM, you're always thinking, oh, buy the latest book. Oh, who's this, what's this person saying about this? You know, you're kind of chasing the the latest trend of it kind of thing and you don't kind of need to do that with this um and look it's just made me happier and the other thing is with icam i've just met a lot of other nice people really really nice people in chinese medicine that i didn't meet in the other parts of chinese medicine i'm not sure what it's like in where other people are but in australia there's a lot of dog eat dog people (laughs) (laughs) just like they're jealous of people they're not for they're just I don't know, like, can you like, just let's all just get along and be, you know, that we don't have to fight. Like our Kung Fu schools are fighting with each other all the time for who's the best Sifu or something, you know, whereas I just found all the people that I've met for the, for the most part through ICIM, because you, you go to these trips there regularly, like you're going to, like you're traveling or you're taking a lot of time out to do the courses. And, you know, even people that I've met that have done it online, they've got the same kind of mindset and they're just It's just something different about people and such lovely people and you just kind of find that there's that common ground and that that has been lovely for me um but just the getting feeling more confident in the clinic getting the results and and feeling passionate because i was like ready to like if i didn't do icm i probably would have quit chinese medicine to pursue my um uh, other entrepreneurial things (laughs) That I was interested in. I was making. I was thinking. Oh, I'll make a franchise store, or you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just would have. I needed that challenge, and it came along at the right time and gave me the challenge. And and um, you know, it's it's. And the other thing is, it's uh, it gives you the tools to to treat really difficult cases. That really? are, like some of these people are. They need it, and they're desperate. And like, I like to be able to help people. And it's just such a great medicine. It's such a great, like I've, I I used to work in a homeless, run a homeless food van, for instance. And Mm -hmm. I I had a guy that was coming there and he had this, he had extreme diarrhea um, from eating food off the street and just food, like a food point. But he had this diarrhea for like a week. And this, what's great about the system is I didn't have to do a whole fancy intake or anything like that. I said to him, look, and this is when I was first starting to learn it. So I was keen to feel any pulses I could feel. Right? And I said to him, look, I'm just starting to learn this new system of herbs. Would you, would you be okay if I felt your pulse and I'll see if there's any herbs I've got, I'll bring them for you next time. And I was going to see him in two days. So I felt his pulse. And again, bang, it was like spot on to something I could think of. And it was just a simple, a simple formula and all I'd done is all he had. So he didn't need to disclose any other information to me. He just said, I've got diarrhea. I felt his pulse. Here's your herbs. Bang. So that, that's probably the best example I could give you.
2: Well, that's a beautiful thing. And like I said, I mean, we're not practitioners. So like, a, you know, uh, people's people's the, the amount of suffering people have is different. But I think we can all sort of relate to, to the sense of relief when somebody can actually help you, you know, mm. so that that really beautiful thing Mm -hmm. um okay yasin would you like to ask anything or should we wrap it up
3: i think we can wrap it up yeah i think that's a good story to end on
2: i think it is yeah Yeah. marie thank you so much for letting us just ask you these questions directly otherwise we would have been in your comments section for the next year and a half
0: (laughs) (laughs) no worries no worries this was very fun this was great
2: Yeah, we really enjoyed it. We really enjoyed it. Thank you.